there often does seem to be crowds of people in the way of a person. Yes. Many yes, times. Yes. A male father figure of sorts, <laughs> you know, but sometimes a sexual female intimate. No, totally. You know? And it's like, oh, all of a sudden there's people around and I have to do this social obligation mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get back to this person. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot in your dreams of not of wanting to be seen and not being seen, but holding out hope that you will. Always holding out hope. Yeah. I never. I, I. I don't give if up. If I wait on around it. long enough, I don't give up. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna. What if I do this? Yeah. Or yeah, maybe they will. Like, I'll sit oh, here they, patiently. Yeah. And soon after they're done with that conversation, they'll glance they'll over. They'll glance me. over and they'll see me and they'll yeah. notice. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm life. Scott. <laughs> Did you say you're Scott? Yeah. I'm Mace. <laughs> Welcome to episode 168. I think it's eight. 68. You know, it's, you, I don't think you watch Anthony Fantano's YouTube channel. Hey, it's Anthony Fantano. Does he say it like that? <laughs> he, also, he always changes his name to something goofy. So he'll say, hey, it's it's Penelope Jones. No, no, not like that. He'll say, scream, thinny, scream, Tano. (laughs) (laughs) And he always does it something different, you know. And and it's like maybe there was an early days of us doing our little opening thing that we felt like we needed to be professional and whatever that even means. But like it would be fun to be a little bit more sillier with that opening. We can try. Not right now, but we're being really silly right now. We're, okay. we're so silly. Welcome to episode 168, 1680. What? <laughs> it's <me> being silly. <laughs> okay. Playing around numbers. <laughs> um, this is dream six? Question mark? I think it's dreams five. But what about the one with this union life? I don't know if. I think the last dreams episode we have is called dreams four. And then we might've done dreams with this union life or this union life dreams. Um, okay. I'm going to look it up. Okay. This is going to make me have to do some editing. Oh no. (laughs) Well, maybe we could entertain the people while I look this up. Mace. (laughs) I've already lost. We're already not entertaining. You're right. Just dreams. Oh, no. I wrote five. Dreams five. So this is dream six. Oh, dreams five mm-hmm. with this union life. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did I miss that? So it's dream six. Dream six. Welcome, everybody. We are a Glad podcast that dedicated to being more curious. And I'm just going to put it on record. I think we think dreams are maybe the hack. Oh. oh. The hack a. into curiosity. A hack, but a top a hack. A significant hack. <laughs> It's part, it's, it's, it's major, it's a major element of our curiosity curriculum. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. We do actually have a curriculum and dreams and play are at the top. Mace has been drinking a whiskey sour (laughs) and I feel like is a little loose in a good way. A little loose. (laughs) It's been been named. Not normally a whiskey sour person and has now (laughs) imbibed. Um, okay, well, welcome to this episode, <laughs> everybody. I've been called the fuck out. <laughs> We're going to talk about dreams again. Okay, so ent- enter into the conversation. 
Um, we we said we've we've done these dream episodes, mm-hmm. and I was getting a little paranoid, being like, I don't want to recover past material. You did. You said that before. So it's it's not a necessary fear because this is so much has happened. Honestly, it's been the, so many months. I, it's it's been like eight months. Uh, what December? No, I think it's been five months since the this Jungian life, people. Oh, well, I mean, I think Dreams 4 was in December. That's true. And that was after we did, we did three weeks of Dreams. Mm-hmm. So we did, uh, that was a Dream series. Right. And then we, I guess we had guests on this Jungian life and they talked about Dreams. <clears throat> but you're right, it wasn't like our exploring it. But yeah, so much so much has happened. I was like, just have the conversation because it's going to be fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't think this is a Dreams crash course. I don't think we're explaining dreams. I think everybody obviously knows what a dream is, but okay. I guess we'd stop and say to Mace and then I'll chip in. Why do you think dreams are a curiosity hack? (laughs) Um, Okay. So many reasons. I think the top one, one of the top ones, the first thing that comes to mind is paradox. Mm. I don't know why that's the the top thing that comes to my mind, but dreams are this interesting thing where, we kind of have this melding of your consciousness and subconscious, especially when you remember your dreams. Mm -hmm. And um, in the dream world, there is less boundedness. There's less rules. There's, there's more play happening in Mm -hmm. that space. It seems. Mm -hmm. And dreams are also kind of these secret doorways into pieces of ourselves that we don't often experience in our waking life. And we might want to keep concealed from ourselves. We might want to keep concealed from ourselves. So there's this piece of dreams that it's almost like free information. Mm, I just love everything you're already saying. That it's already it's already inspiring me. That's there. If and and most people dream, and especially if you cultivate the habit of it, you can start to pick up and dream more when you ask for it and you write it down you build habits around it and uh it's just like i think it's this really cool window into the unconscious that in the dreams themselves they're holding paradox Mm. they're holding weird things that don't make sense but are there and by nature of that you're like well this is real of sorts and i think you and i are both of the belief where we're both like which is more real Mm. Our waking lives or our dreaming right. lives? It's 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 real. hard what to say. Real? Wait, no. What is the real? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's. It, it, I, I feel like uh, if I bet there's words in other languages that describe different layers to reality, mm-hmm. um, because that is such a that's such a probably misused everyday word. That's not real. What's real? What is real? I mean, what are people asking when they say that? I don't know, but I know because I read this article today. Beyond, oh boy, has a whole big thing Everybody, on what is the real. This, this is, I don't know how we'd accomplish this, but like, we're we're introducing big thinkers and terms and phrases because Mace is in grad school now, <laughs> and so it's like, for the casual listener to just drop beyond, I feel like we need to do some sort of key, you know, or glossary. <laughs> Uh, Table of Miss just mentioned beyond. If you go to go to um, page eighty three, read more about beyond. <laughs> it's a bolded word. Yeah. Goes to the glossary. Beyond, beyond who's mm. a psychoanalytic thinker, he has this term called O. Okay, which well, he refers to a bunch, 
And it is essentially like that, which is true, that which is real. Mm. And he always writes about the O, but it's always, Mm. it's also the sense of like, you never actually know what the O is, but it's kind of like, and is it just a placeholder? Like, a or X or Y, or is it like, Oh no, it's like, it's like, Oh, and then there's K, which is, oh, I kind of like, like it as, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah. there's K, which is like how you come to, it's how you learn things. Okay. I think okay. new terms for me. Glossary. Glossary. Beyond. Oh, okay. but it, it is this interesting thing where it's yeah, like, what even is the real, like to name something as the real is in itself. I feel like not even getting at its fullness. I like it. That you said free information. Mm hmm. Did you say window into the soul or did I make that up? Um, I did not say that. Interesting. <laughs> but it is a window into the up. soul, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I like many things. Um, I like that it is a path to, to know, know yourself. Mm-hmm. Like when we talk about curiosity, it's mm-hmm. obviously infinite. Right. You can just be curious about anything, but like. I like, I like their sort of, we need to come up with phrases for this, like inter and intra curiosity or something like that. I don't know. What Ooh, I mean. you know? like intra psychic and, and like <laughs> interpersonal. Yeah. Like some, saying, something, like, something about curiosity about inner self. Yes. And then uh, yes. something about curiosity about the outer world, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this is dreams are like in defense mechanisms and all those things are like internal thinking about yourself. So I guess even what I'm saying about dreams in terms of curiosity, we're just diving right into the conversation. We are. Um, sometimes we do like an intro. <laughs> it's dreams. <laughs> Welcome to the intro. <laughs> I think people know it's dreams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. I think, I, think, I think like six months ago or so, we were more into like a f- fairly organized like show notes, you know, yeah. like, yeah, we've, we've kind of let that go. We are going free associate these right. days. I kinda like I'm it. living for it. Good. Me too. So, uh, I think there's something about the impulse and this has come up recently in our new fresh exploration of dreams mm-hmm. about the social stigma. So I think a second element to dream exploration Mm-hmm. is to say, okay, I had this dream last night. So first of all, right away, you don't want to acknowledge it because it's just too, too stigmatized. People I just did something in that dream that I don't even want to think about. Oh, for sure. No, you I mean, know? the shit I do in my dreams, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a second part where it's like, I definitely don't want to tell anybody about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't that. want to tell myself. I want to forget mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to have that part. Now I'll say something that I'm pretty sure is true. Okay. I haven't had that experience. I haven't had an experience where I don't want myself to know as I've dream logged. I definitely have. But everybody. F- for just so everybody knows, typically when we're in dream logging season. mode season, Mace and I share our dreams. Mm-hmm. I write mine down in my Apple notes and send them to Mace. Mace creates an audio file mm-hmm. and sends it to me. Um, I, I will admit that there are times where I omit things, mm. you know, so, but I'm not omitting it for myself. I'm like, I'll sit there and stare out the window for like 15 minutes. and be like, what the hell was that? That, that's not going to make it into the thing I said to Mace. Do you save it so you have it for your nope. record? Nope. Isn't that interesting? Oh, that Cause, is cause, interesting. Because this is interesting because you said in in Morning Pages, uh-huh. everybody, Artist Way, Glossary, yes. Julie Cameron. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> we, should, we should have an episode that's just like the things we will be referencing. Yeah, I know. Honestly, I mean, I, it seems like a genius element to your website. Yeah, you know, yeah. Our website. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't Fine. know how people would look at it, but honestly, I feel like we could have a little key on the window <laughs> and we could say, if you're, if you're following along on <laughs> our website, <laughs> look up Julie Cameron, check out the artist way. We can have links. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad idea. Dream. And it was not a bad idea. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> I feel like the free association podcast was going to just get more wild. We I'm like, these guys really here for it. <laughs> um, because that's the thing is free associating. You think it's random and wild. Mm hmm. But it's not. It is well, organized. Well, sure. But it's it's going to sound more random and wild. But it's not in my We're mind. We're going to do an episode I of I know what I'm talking about. Soon. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, you said in your morning pages, n- for Mesa's eyes only. Mesa's eyes only. Completely. No one yeah. can read those. Nobody. And, and that's how I'd probably feel if I wrote some of these dreams down in my notes. They're right Mm -hmm. there. Somebody opened my notes and said, Scott's dream log and found this. I'm like, I I don't even want to have a written log of what happened. Yeah. I will say for the record, there's no violence in my dreams. Okay. Like there we go. There we go. There might be some sort of like scuffle, but I've never like to my memory. I've never like deal if you did. No, I know. But I, I'm just saying like, I don't know why I'm just I'm qualifying these things. Honestly, I'll say Is it sex dreams? I'll say the things I probably don't share are sex stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Fair. like, that's too much for this one. Sometimes I I'm will always fa- I'm always fuzzy. I'm like, I had a sex dream with this person. Yeah, sometimes I will say I'll say this happened, this happened, then I met this person, and then it turned into a sex dream. So right. I'll say a sex dream, but I'm not gonna say what happened. Right, right, right. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. So I don't know what we're talking about aside from dreams uh, <laughs> and why they make prompts, you curious. Dreams. Yeah. Okay. I have this other thought based oh, 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 on what you were saying. Why they're a useful, why they're a useful tool to get you into a curious state. Did you finish your thoughts? Yes. Thank you. Um, your thoughts made me think of what you're saying is yes. The inter whatever inner inner intra inter curious whatever. Yeah. I do think that dreams are like. It's okay. So as someone, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) That noise was a way of saying, get ready. I'm trying to think. I'm trying trying to bring some thoughts in. (laughs) I, okay. I have in the past six months and this will be something we talk about tonight and based on dreams and it's related to my own personal dreams have begun the process of therapy. I would say psychotherapy, Mm -hmm. which I think is an incredibly curious place. This place for self-discovery, uncovering, unfolding, whatnot. Yes. I think the dream world is maybe just as much of a a witness as something like a therapist. Oh. So. Pause. Yep. Everyone, pause. Absorb that because... That's the worth the price of admission. There's no price. There's no cost. Support us on Patreon. But uh, that that's it. Uh, a therapist bearing witness to these thoughts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And even after all the time we've talked about dreams, I, I you might have shared that information with me, but it's getting into my head it's sinking, in a new way. It's sinking in right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 It, it's exploration. It's not going to be the same thing. So I'm like, I'm not saying your dream logging is the same thing as therapy because therapy, you're having a two minute and you're having mm-hmm. relationship and that stuff. 
a dream's not going to do that. Although sharing it with people does do something of that hmm. sort. But it's that aspect of self-exploration and discovery and witnessing and reflecting back that is going to show up in your dreams. You can't escape yourself in your dreams. In fact, you're going to discover yourself in your dream world. Well, something I've, I brought this up before, because now at this stage, you have outpaced me in terms of your official exposure to psychoanalysis. <laughs> <laughs> but something I heard a psychoanalyst say one time is that psychoanalysis is necessarily antisocial. That's really mm. stuck with me. Mm. So meaning that... Um, the container that's created in psychoanalysis needs to create a space where the social norms are, yeah. are gone. Cause you can't worry about that when you're processing. You no. have to be able. Well, and this is like what Winnicott said around, cause Winnicott talked a lot about how psychotherapy was play. And this is during a psychoanalysis podcast. We might have to rename it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole podcast. Yeah. I know. I'm like, this is my fault. I know, um, but, but I already was ready to meet you in it. You know, I, know, I was already I sort of a fan. I know. Um, well, I mean, I think psychoanalysis is kind of, of a very curiosity-driven space. Yeah. Um, but when it got, talks about this idea of play and play as being this transitional space where, again, paradox, where you're suspending that things are both completely real and not real at the same time. Mm, but it's true. And you know what I mean? No, I, I yeah. Uh. <laughs> And that's, uh, that's what's happening in dreams. You know, it's okay. kind of this transitional space. Real and not real at the same time. Mm-hmm. Dreams, put it on hold for a second. Let's just, let's, because, because now again, we're like lay people, but like, uh, I, I guess I, I know sometimes in real life and in walking around, you sound crazy because this is not the type of stuff people talk about in everyday conversation, but like, yes. Here, here's here's a here's a brief freeform interpretation of that. Yes, please. and let me see what you think. Please, uh, we're playing podcast. We're playing pod. We are playing podcast right, right. now. Yes, right. It's real, uh, but but there's also an imagination happening in the background, a fantasy of a podcast, a fantasy of where it's going, what it is, what's happening, what's occurring, who's listening. The the like something is motivating us in the back of our brains to even do this. Right. And, th- and there's some sort of heavy quotes reality that's hovering over this activity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's like the real of like a microphone. Right. And a, a recording device and right. SoundCloud and <laughs> iTunes. But like something else is happening entirely. Yes. That's yes. not heavy quotes real. Can't be, can't be measured. But it's animating the activity. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> ah, no, I think there's this, this, this play element. Every thought, every thought we share, I'll just go dreams. Dreams. I think that there's <laughs> no, I, I, I'll actually hold back because I will go down the path of just talking about therapy and I don't need to do that. Winnicott, Melanie Klein, beyond. I'm getting them. Freud, I'm, Jung. They're clicking. Yeah, <laughs> the glossary is going out of control. The glossary is. Burning. Fair burn. <laughs> Fair burn. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, okay. We did dreams last December. I guess the summary of that is we're pumped about dreams. <laughs> <laughs> dreams. Um, <laughs> last December. And it is now September. Did, can I remind you of what our dreams four was about? 
Yes. We were doing a series. Yes. And I, and I need to be reminded. Yes. Dreams 4 was about, and this is what I, I was like, oh, yeah, no, this was the intent. Mm-hmm. Dreams 4 was like dreams for our life. <gasps> oh. Vocation. Yes. Oh, We talked yes. a lot about the center. Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We weren't even doing morning pages yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. Wow, that's so mm-hmm. fun. I wrote about the center of my morning pages this morning. The center. Synchronicity? Synchronicity. Uh, Everybody, we want to start a center, a, a, a literal physical space where we can invite people to come explore curiosity. That's a dream of ours. Yeah, and I have a dream of having a playroom, and I think I want it at the center. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay, so we did that series on dreams. We had thoughts on dreams. Mm-hmm. We had ways we were interpreting dreams, mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I'm curious between then and now, what has shifted in your thinking around dreams? Okay, great question, and I'll... Thank you, I'm really good at questions. <laughs> you're so good at questions. Um, I'll say, here. here's just what's coming up for me in terms of free association. Um, there are things that require or are asking for or inviting our attention. Mm. And we have a finite amount of attention. Mm -hmm. So I've been struck by the idea that dreams while free and available to everybody, if do require a lot of attention, if you're going to be taking it seriously. Yeah. Like if you're going to start being like, what are my dreams saying? It's like, you're, it's an undertaking. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, they are not going to be casual. (laughs) They will not, you can't just like, I, I don't know if you can start to dream log and it not, affect you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I don't, I don't have any disagreements with that. And, and so I guess I would say is I have found that you and I started doing the artist way and morning pages, and that has been very life giving. And I did put dream logging on hold in, in, pro, in preference priority. And I, 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 you I, I prioritize you, you, you can't do both. Dream logging is 30 minutes and, 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 and morning pages is 30 minutes. Yeah. I don't have an hour. I mean, 30 minutes already feels indulgent and lo- I would love a life where I you could do, do both, both and I can have a two hour morning of dream logging and painting and laying on, on my back and staring up at the wall, like whatever, <laughs> you know, like a very, but already, 30 minutes, I come down, I get my coffee, and I, I dream log for 30 minutes, and I already feel, like, very indulgent. I'm like, what a, what a luxurious life I live. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and honestly, don't have the emotional, intellectual capacity to hold both those. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I because of the way I do it, I can do both. Hmm. Yeah, so I think I took a break from dreams. Yeah, you did. And I've only, in the last two or three weeks, I've, I've put morning pages on hold. Yes, yes. And I'll say this personally. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer morning pages and I don't know what that means, but like morning pages is a great way to start the day. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never said this out loud or even really thought much about it, but like dreams as cool as they are and as, and as valid as it is. uh, And I, and I definitely love the idea of choosing seasons to dream log. Like, okay, here I go heading into a month of dream log. It's a lot of work. It's work. And then it, it, gets you into a different head state. Like my, my, when I start the day with morning pages, I feel light. I feel excited. I feel like anything's possible. I'm like, ah, your dreams are going to show you your shadow. Like no other. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. 
Like, what is inside of me? Yeah. What happened in my past? Yes. What? Yes. You know, and I just wake up perplexed and I write about it and I'm like, and then I send it to you and you're like, whoa, 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 this, this, this. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know. And, and then I'm like, how am I, how, I mean, the, the question is, whereas, whereas morning pages for me personally, I feel like propel me into the day. Mm-hmm. I think dreams pull me back. It's like that meme of that pink blob yeah. pulling that character back. Do you, you see that one sometimes? There's like know. a cartoon character reaching for oh, something. Oh, like tool, I know what you're talking yeah, about. And the yes, pink yes, blob. yes, yes, yes. And it's and it's like dreams pulling the character back. The the person is like my day, and, and, the, and then they're like pulling you back because I'm like I can get fixated. I'm like that. What was that? Yeah. And I'm like yeah. Marissa, Mace, Universe, God, myself, and I can just sit there. Especially if it's like I, I'll say something that like the thing that has the most power to stall my day is a nostalgic thing. I, I just want to sit there and chew on it, and I'm like roll over it over and over like what was that and what's the feeling yeah a memory yeah i was in a field in a and a voice and a and a smell yeah and ah, you know i'm just like was it real and i just sit and i sit and i sit and then somebody's like time to start the day and i'm like how how can i start the day how can i start the day I'm still re- recovering from this memory <laughs> yeah and it feels way more real and important so it is like it is a different type of activity i don't even know the question you asked no that's fine i think that's <laughs> what really, was it do you remember i asked what's changed from since <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah i think i think i have i guess a short way to answer that question is it's i i what's changed is i introduced the practice of morning pages. Yes. And now I have the two to compare. Yes. Yes. Which I think is really interesting. Like, I think this actually, these play into parts of our personality because I think between the two of us, I'm a little bit more curious around the shadow sides mm-hmm. of things. Like that's just kind of my bend is probably leaning a little, probably too much towards that. I'm working on it. Mm. But, uh, I think that that's interesting and that makes sense. Like, in morning pages, you kind of have control. Like, right. you can escape into wherever you want to go. Right. Like, you can get it going. And as much as it is supposed to be a free association, it's like, yeah, but you kind of can choose the mood you want your free associating to be. And with dreams, there is a way in which they don't let you escape. Like, dreams you're are inescapable, yeah. especially if you are going to be logging them and paying attention to them, and especially if you're going to send them to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, and then there's this, and there's this, and there's this, mm-hmm. and it's like, all of a sudden, you're thrown into your face, mm-hmm. you know, which is, I think, what Morning Pages does in some extent, but there's a little bit more autonomy there. With dreams, it is. It's like... Well, you're awake, and you're creating... I would say, with Morning Pages, for me, I'm very aware of, of creating a, an experience, I, 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 you it's an intimate so thing. It's a you very intimate thing. So I, I, as I'm writing and I'm doing hand gestures, like as I'm writing everybody, uh, I, I'm following energy. And if I, if I'm sensing a dwindling, I go pick it up wrong path. And I start to continue to write in ways that pick up the energy. That is, yeah, you and I do do it differently. I mean, I'll just quickly say for folks who don't know what morning pages are, it's three pages free association writing in the morning. I will. Three pages for association. <laughs> free associating. I will let my sentence not finish and start a new one. 
Ah, never. I no, will. Never, 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 I will. Couldn't. I will half finish the sentence. Because part of me, I feel like, is I'm practicing writing. No, there's no piece of me that's practicing writing okay. with my morning pages. Everybody does it different. Everyone does it different. Everybody's a precious, unique diamond in the rough. Um, okay, <laughs> can I answer the question that I asked you? <laughs> Thanks for answering, but I was actually asking the question of myself and hopefully hoping you'd answer quickly so I could answer it. <laughs> You took too long. That's, I'm ready. No, 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 no. I've loved that. I think you took a great amount of time. I'm now ready to answer my own question. Thank you. Actually, wait, wait, wait. I have another thought before I do that based on what you said. Because, and it actually will be a great segue into okay, what great. I was going to say. Perfect. So, um, December time when we did our last dream series and then we did another one with the folks from this union life, I was getting really into union analysis at the time. So Carl Jung, another psychoanalyst person who he did a lot of thinking around dreams. I mean, see our episode on synchronicity (laughs) (laughs) was just posted. Mm -hmm. Um, he, he writes about dream or he talks about dreams and thinks very highly of them. And the way he interprets dreams is very much through symbolism and archetypes and looking at each piece. And so I think at the time, last time we were dream logging, we were looking for things like, oh my gosh, this like red thing shows up. And I'm like, what could red mean? You know, and then this snake shows up, like what could snakes mean? And like, what does, what is the, the universal or what is like some, some bigger meanings made out of this symbol kind of thing. We were looking at that as ways to approach the dream. Yep. A way to do it. it was really cool. Lots of things. Valid. Came Very valid. This time around. Oh, 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 oh. Mace, um, what's changed for you this time around when you've been re- looking at your dreams since last time? <laughs> I mean, are you getting at that? I've started going to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I was playfully oh, being like asking you, you your own question. Oh, oh, what's changed for me? Oh, thank you for asking. I just came up with a question. Such a good question. Great <laughs> questions you ask. Um, okay. What has changed? Lots has changed, but I would say, so now I am, I'm, I will just admit I'm, I'm starting to get into the, a big bend towards object relations theory, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. a particular approach I don't know how to describe it. We're throwing so much, but, but honestly, everybody, you can always look up object relations, but it has to do with the way you formed a relationship with your mother's breast. <laughs> okay. Well, it does <laughs> everybody's kind. like, what? <laughs> it does. Read some Melanie Klein and just get your mind blown. Um, or if you like, what, um, object relations is essentially, I mean, we actually did a whole podcast episode on it. We'll do more. Um, but this approach is kind of looking at the way in which we make meaning of our early objects. So that could be something like our caretakers, um, parts of our caretakers, parts of ourselves, the way we organize and categorize these pieces of ourselves. And then we kind of map it out in our brain. And And the breast looms large. The breast does loom large. (laughs) You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It is the object, the original object, our first not me. Yeah. yeah. Although maybe it is. I don't know. I don't actually know. Um, Anyways, so this work centers a lot around this idea of your early holding environments. That would be the, this is now we're in the glossary and the word is early holding environment. The space that you were raised in, existed in. Yes. The the space that you 
were held. Were held. When you were born. So from infancy to whatever, I don't know when they say, but those early years, especially people say your early holding environment and those years really shape and lay the foundation for your patterns, like your attachment styles, the way you see others, the way you make meaning of objects and things like that. And so this time around dream logging, I've been dream logging off and on because I do it differently than you. I'm like, part of me is like, would you ever do the audio thing? We're different people. Yes, I know. Um, I like writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like seeing it written. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like phrasing it the way I want to phrase it. I like going back and deleting and changing a word. Yeah, you curate yours mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, what I'm trying to do personally is say it as clearly as I can. Mm. So I'm trying to be like, no, 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 that's not it. It was this. Oh, bu- 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 I'm typing, using typing some fingers, <laughs> you guys. You know, da, 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 you know, da, backspace, fast space. No, 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 no. Oh, you know, <laughs> and and you're just sort of speaking, which is obviously its own great thing. But. Right, right. I'm just like, it's morning. <clears throat> I'm doing my dream. I mean, I, honestly, I'm probably curating it with an audience of mine, namely you. And I'm like, by the time you get it, I want you to have as much as much clarity around the dream as I, as I can. Right. And I'm just like, I just want to, I just don't want to lose it. Mm -hmm. So the soon as I wake up, the sooner I capture it, the better. (gasps) (laughs) Dream log. (sighs) (sighs) I don't know what was happening. I was uh, with some friends. Like, and, uh, uh, and we were on a, we were on the beach. <laughs> this, this is a big one. I think this is a big one. And you can tell I'm emotional right now. <laughs> okay, anyways. So I've been thinking about dreams. And I heard it from a friend of mine that essentially your dreams are more than anything, recreations of your early holding environment. Right. So that, that involves transference, mm-hmm. which I, have we done an episode on transference? We have done. Yeah. <laughs> the transference episode has haunted us. We have Right. Done. Oh, let's never do it again. We're cursed. <laughs> but uh, that's true. But um, yeah, like basically we're, we're projecting or throwing out those early figures. Mm-hmm from our early holding environments on to current contexts. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) our dreams can potentially, I guess if we're given, they give us windows into our early holding environment. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I know. And so it's like Mace Mace has shown up in this particular way in my dream and it's Mace, but it's probably my mom. Right. You know, right. 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 Can't help it. Can't help it. No, exactly. So it's like that to me has been a big breakthrough in thinking of my dreams of like, oh, this happened and there's these figures. And sometimes it literally is family members, Mm -hmm. but often it's not. Often it's other people that are holding the transference of those early figures or the dynamic or the way you're categorizing things or what matters to you. Like themes are popping up in your dreams that are indicators of early childhood experiences and ways you were categorizing and making meaning of your early childhood experiences. And they're unprocessed or like unworked through pieces. 
so perfectly said. I'm always so grateful. I'm like this again, price of admission. I'm like, you said it. That's, that's the episode. Like you just said it so perfectly. It changes the way you think of your dreams. Yeah. Like you need some tools to, if you want to get curious about your dreams, like have a few little tools to know what you're dealing with. I'm very aware when we talk to this union life Mm -hmm. that they have a lot of tools. So many tools. Oh my gosh. Well, and they do dream goals. They do dream school and they do at the end of every one of their episodes, a analysis of dreams. And they do it so differently than I would now, especially now that I think more in terms of object relations and have had my dreams interpreted in therapy a lot. It's so different than how even this union life, they interpreted one of my dreams and it was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, and that's like the really fun thing about it is they're also kind of endless in their meaning making. Like I could come and bring it to someone who's going to approach it from a union lens and certain kinds of insights are going to come emerge from that because also it takes two to know one and your subconscious and my subconscious meeting is going to be different. It's going to bring out pieces of my subconscious emerging, but then it's like I bring it to someone else who's going to approach it thinking of really holding environments or think of it in terms of your attachment or thinking in terms of those things. It's like, oh, those paying attentions are going to draw out different pieces from the dream. Uh, well, what I uh, what I remember about um, this union life is, I imagine as as you share a dream with someone. And they're going to respond. And especially if they're going to offer some sort of interpretation that some, you, they could say something. And I've experienced this obviously. And so you, I'm sure of like, that's not resonating. You don't get the dream. You right. Know? Right. And, and I remember something happening with the union life where the, the, the tone and the voices hadn't shifted. Nothing really had shifted, but as they're talking about your dream, we're both being like, Oh, oh, and it's like emotional and also sort of creepy and also sort of like, what? Yeah. And what can you say about that? I almost listen to this goes back to the synchronicity discussion last week. It's like, is this magic? It's phenomenological. Is it mysticism? It, yeah. Is, is the, it's just like, we don't know. We I don't think, know. I think it's subconscious speaking to subconscious. I think we're, we're, right. we're breaking out of two conscious people talking <laughs> and it's like the subconscious parts are doing the work right now. Yes. I, I love that. And and maybe maybe our feelings and our sense of things is something that's indicating if there is an actual dialogue of the unconscious. Yes. Yeah. That, that's free association thought right there. But like you know what I mean? It's like if it's not a true dialogue or if it's not like soul to soul, unconscious to unconscious, the feeling won't be there. Yeah, I think so. I think that there's like a a felt sense of that. Because if you I'd said, like think that. oh, I had a, had a dream with my therapist last night and we weren't connecting and I felt so sad and I was anxious and I go, it's like uh, a farm and, and goats and attending to hay and, and you're like, what? No, we're not, we're not vibing. You're, you're not, right. you don't get right. it. Right. Our souls aren't connecting. Yeah. Yeah. But, but what Union Life was doing, I think both of us, that was the trippy thing is like, I was bearing witness. So I was like, Oh Oh, well, this Alec is Mace. And, and, and you were, you weren't sometimes there, there's a, there's an obvious alternate reality where you're like looking at me being like, I'm not vibing. No, I mean, I wouldn't pretend. Yeah. Both of us were like, Oh, 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 oh. no, for sure. We're like, what the heck? Yeah. Holy cow. Um, so that's changed for me <laughs> to sum it up <laughs> <laughs> alongside. I've started going to therapy and brought dreams to therapy. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's been its other thing of having that space where I don't know, there's this piece of me that's like wants to be cautious of the word interpretation too. Cause I'm like, I, I don't even know if interpretation is what's happening more like joint discovery, you mm. know, while the dream is being laid out, you know, like we're discovering what this could bring us towards, but this is also not to reference beyond again, but to reference beyond again, it's like, <laughs> I think that there's, ways to approach the dream where you're like, Oh, I'm trying to interpret it. I'm trying to make meaning of the dream, which is part of it. But also like the dream is hopefully bringing us into more of the yet to be known, Mm. like bringing us more into the mystery, more into what's possible. Oh, I I mean, now I feel like we should slow down and and actually head into a, a slight schedule. Like, okay. I think the next part should be us talking about our dreams. No, Okay. I think the next part should be us talking about what we did with your dreams recently. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it almost feels like the playlist episode. Like, here's something you could do. Yeah, totally. And then and then ending by going into some of our dreams. Perfect. But I will say something for fun. Mm-hmm. Up until now, it's all been serious. None of this has been for fun. <laughs> um, when we say interpretation, like in the Christian tradition, there's this people sometimes in church like to speak in tongues. Yeah. The Presbyterians, which is the tradition I'm in, they really, say you have to have an interpreter. Really formalize it, yeah. Yeah, it's so it's nobody. Nobody's allowed to just like spontaneously be out in the corner speaking in tongues. It's like we're in the service, somebody speaks in tongues, and we go, "We have received the gift of tongues. We now await the interpretation." And it's, it has been trippy. I'll just say, like in my church, Bethany, there there's almost always been an interpretation. You just go, "Okay, Dang. I guess that's it," <laughs> um, and somebody just speaks it out. Somebody just translates. And then we did something irreverent in our youth group (laughs) where every year, I don't know how it started. I honestly have no idea how it started, but it was a good like eight year plus tradition. And we would do a white elephant gift exchange. And there'd usually be like 50 kids in the room because it was like one of our biggest things, but all packed into like a living room. Everybody's wearing Christmas outfits. We've got Christmas decorations and cookies and laughing and music. And everybody's opening a, a white elephant gift. But even in a small living room space, honestly, probably as big as this room, without much energy and noise across the room, we we can't see what the gift is and we're all interested. Yeah. yeah. So everybody starts yelling, interpretation, <laughs> interpretation. And we want the person who's opened it to tell us what the to gift is. To tell us is. what it is. Like, <laughs> but, interpret but what it, it is. It was always, we'd always wait. We'd let the person have their time. And everybody's kind of talking. And somebody just initially just goes, interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Think about that with dreams. Interpretation. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. When we come back. Oh, we're going to come back. I have to go to the bathroom. Perfect. Um, when we come back, everybody, if you want to stick around, and this sounds interesting to you, Mace and I actually did a very avant-garde, very interesting new thing for us mm-hmm. where we sat and listened to Mace's audio dreams in succession. From like the past six months. And mapped it out. We, we got some whiteboard notes going. We, we did some interesting stuff. We did. We'll tell you about it. When we come back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode on Dreams. This is Scott here just to give you a few suggestions on how you can support the podcast. 
The first, as always, our number one request is that you give us a rating and review on iTunes. It takes you less than five minutes. It's fun. You've never done it. Just get on iTunes and write a rating and review. We appreciate it. We like to read it. We like to share it. It helps bump us up in the algorithms. Thank you for doing that and stopping this episode right now and doing that. (laughs) Uh, What you can also do is post about us on your social media. Uh, That means Snapchat. That means TikTok. That means MySpace. Uh, Whatever it is out there that you do, that social media. Maybe there's a platform that we don't even know about. Twitch? Reddit? What's out there? Help us. Post about us. That's very helpful. A little little quick post on a social media platform. Another thing you can do is you can support us on Patreon. That's another big step for you if if you're really invested in the podcast. And there are rewards. If you support us on Patreon for just $3 a month, you can have access to our Discord where you can talk to other really cool, curious people about a lot of these topics. Finally, you can check our out, check out, check out our website where we have merch and all sorts of other cool, interesting things. But uh, honestly, buy a no small thing beanie, buy a no small thing hoodie, get a no small thing. Um, what, what is it? Morning first sip, the glorious first sip mug. Uh, all those things, those are all ways to support the pod. Honestly, I'll just go back to the beginning. Consider writing a rating and review on iTunes. We'd really like that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, now back to our episode on dreams. Okay, everybody, we are back. And now after that really crazy uh, up and down topsy-turvy free association thoughts on dreams. We're going to tell you about something we did recently. We're getting getting a little tight. We're going to tighten it up over tighten here. Tighten it up. This tighten is, up those lines. This is maybe a, uh, a suggestion of something you could do with your time. Yes, a full suggestion. I think you said it, and I said in my heart, yep, when you said <laughs> this you is maybe... You just said it in your heart. What? You didn't say it out loud. You just said it in your heart. <laughs> when you said the other night, this was maybe a top 10 thing. Yeah. So before we tell you about what we did, we'll just tease it out a little bit more. Everybody, for me personally, I don't know if anybody resonates with this. I think that there are predetermined societal ways for how we spend our time. So if you just think about the way you spend your time alone, I'm sure everybody has some sort of hobby. And maybe you feel comfortable when you're alone and blah, blah, blah. I do too. But like, I also feel like there are some go-to ways for me to spend my time, which is going to be like reading a book, watching a show, honestly, those types of things. Mm -hmm. And the idea that there are many ways we could spend our time. But I think the thing I get most stressed out about for me in my own journey is sort of the limited or sort of lack of creativity we have as humans in terms of the way we spend our time. Together. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like, oh, it's a movie or maybe sometimes it's a game night or fantasy sports or whatever it is. But I feel like there are other cool ways to spend our time. And what we did the other night, which is why I said a top 10, I was like, this this is a, a cool novel way that should that should be on the table as as a as a fairly normal option, you know, truly normalize truly. it. I feel like I, I hope we do this again. Yeah. It, it, I had high expectations, and it was even better than I hoped. Yes. Okay, so to stop the tease. Yeah, stop the tease. What essentially, happened? 
in prep for this dream episode, I, I the other day went back and was like, I'm going to listen to a really old dream. Mm-hmm. Just be curious, you know, what was going on there. Because my dreams as of late have taken a certain bend and have very specific themes. Mm-hmm. And so I was listening and then I was like, wait a second. I should go back and listen to all my dreams in a row. You have them. That sounds so interesting. Mm-hmm. And I said that to you and I was assuming I was just going to do this one day on my own. And you said, I really want to be there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Okay. I do. Absolutely. Let's do it. So I had Scott over to my house. I Which made is a f- just, just a great thing in mutuality because honestly, that's what I'm asking for. I'm like, please, people, tell me more about yourself. And everybody's like, no. And I'm and you're saying, like, sure. please let me tell you about myself. Uh, great. <laughs> it's a great combination. <laughs> wonderful. So I said, great, come over. I made a fire. We got sunflower seeds. We got mambas. We put the speaker out. We got a whiteboard with pens. And we said, we're going to listen to my dreams. Sunflower seeds and mambas. <laughs> was- that sounds like something from a dream. <laughs> For some reason, there were sunflower seeds and mambas. <laughs> no, it's true. It was almost it was dream-like yeah. what happened. And we just went and we started with some dreams in January. And we actually only made it to like March or May because there's so many. But we wrote down, we had categories. There was... So picture this, everybody. There's a whiteboard out. Mason and I have a fire going outside. And we've made categories. Yeah. Uh, Postures. Postures, which is like what my body posture is or like where I'm in the room. Positions and postures. People. People. Themes. Symbols. Symbols. Places. Yeah. Uh, one other. Oh, emotions. Mm-hmm. Emotions that come up. And we had a lot written down and, and many things kept showing up several times. I had like six tally marks. Scott was in my dreams a lot and it was really cool to see. Oh, Scott shows up in a very particular way mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. Soccer is top yep. activity yep. in my dreams. Um, the school... Both the school that I work at and the school I go to, top places. Cowering and hiding and 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 slinking off and balling up. <laughs> is top position. <laughs> top posture, top position. Feeling Corners. something, feeling something and not being able to express it. Yes. Top unfulfilled emotion. Unfulfilled. unfulfilled. Some might say I'm frustrated Yes, in many ways. Yes. Although I have this quote of the only satisfactions of reality are themselves frustrating. Ooh, the paradox, folks. The paradox. The paradox. Don't try to resolve that paradox. Mm -mm, Embrace mm -mm, the paradox. mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, Embrace mm -mm. it. Yeah. So what was, what, what are your thoughts post that experience? How was it? In terms of like, it was an additional experience to dream logging. Like it was. This, it was. What, I, did, what did, did you have fresh realizations or? I think I had fresh realizations. I mean, it's hard to describe. Like, honestly, less in terms of, like, coming to wisdom or knowledge or attaining anything. It felt really warm in my body. Wow. Like, it felt really sweet. Huh. Like, it felt very, like... And I, I, I wonder about it because in my, my, my most recent therapy sessions, I brought a dream that was kind of wild mm-hmm. and kind of really hard to understand. And we generally kind of just sat there like there was a little bit of wondering around it. But like at one point, my therapist was like, I think we need to just give it time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, maybe all that it needs to be is like you seeing a part of my inner world and maybe it's not like it doesn't need to be we understand it but maybe just that it's there 
yeah. and it exists and we can watch that and see that. And I think more than anything, that was what this was like you being there, me being there, having these dreams that just like are really just them coming back to back to back. I'm like, Oh, this is me. Like pieces of me are being revealed and I'm feeling very felt and it was less about the content. I mean, of course themes and I would be happy to talk about themes, but like, Hmm. I think more than anything, it was about the witnessing and it was about the allowing this part of myself to emerge and be felt and to hold it without judgment, just like curiosity, like just kind of like, let's just write it down. Let's just see what emerges. I'm like, yeah. Oh gosh, that is a thing that I have. Like, Oh, that feels like, like having all these things written down on the whiteboard. I'm like, wow, this is a mood board of me mm-hmm. of sorts. Like we're, we're seeing a piece of me that without these dreams, like we've always known is there, but they've really helped bring this forward, you know? And I think multiple times throughout you're like, Oh wow. Like, I feel like there's times where like, I've really like, I see this now in you. And I'm like, yeah, like this, this thing about me, you know, it's like, it was really cool. It was really like, touching like warm is really the best mm. feeling I have. I love it. that. I love that description of warmth because it does feel like safety, but it also feels like special, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I think when something special is happening there's a sense of warmth that yeah. comes over you. Yeah. Um, or one, a yeah. person, yeah. but I had two thoughts. I was like, you know, okay. So what I, this is now like adding to the experience. Yeah. You could you could do that many times. Mm-hmm. We could get out the whiteboard again and listen to the same dreams in succession, and we something could. new would come up no, every time. We fully could. I'd be here for that, for, just so you know. Great, great, great. Um, and then, I, I this is just another mood board thought, but like Kanye and Jay Z have this song called "N Words in Paris," mm-hmm. and they are known for playing it over ten times and over in a row. again. Yeah. And I think there's something really fun. Every time it was like, every time they did it, it was like two is kind of fun. And then it's three. And then it's like three. And then it's like four. And are they going to actually do it a fifth? And yeah. A six, seven. And it just like, kind of increases. Yeah. It's like, I think the most they did it was in Paris, like 16 times. <laughs> and that's just so fun. And it's like, I think there is something just about like, again, the way that we are allowed to spend our times together it would be so funny to be like, here we are, our 10th time listening to these same dreams in yeah. succession. Yeah. And are we going to notice something new? It sounds so fun. No, I'm sure we would. <laughs> you start I'm to sure sort of memorize would. them and get ready for certain beats and like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ah, wow. No, I mean, I think that's true because there's certain ones that I'm like, oh, this is coming. Yeah. Oh, this person's going to come yeah. in. Oh man, it's about to really change here. You <laughs> yeah. know, like this is about to happen. You yeah. know, even today when I was playing one of these dreams that I had recently listened to this morning, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, now having you here, I'm like, wait for it, you know? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, the screen's going to open. Comes, it's going to be 250. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. No, I remember, I remember getting the dream too. So it's like now I'm, I'm ready to go back in time and be like, where was I when I got the dream? And now I, I remember it, but I'm in a different spot now. Um, and there are new things I know about you now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I was just, I mean, we talked about this idea of it takes two to see one. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, when we say it takes two to see one, 
it means it takes multiple to see one. Two is just like a placeholder. Yes, I Not think it's a placeholder, two. but I also, yeah, I think it's like this sense of like, you can't see yourself on your own. Yeah, exactly. And like, it takes you to see one, I think as partially like, it takes me, it involves the person you're trying to see. Mm-hmm. It's not like it takes two random people. Perfect. Like it's, I think it has to include the person you're trying to see. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it could be multiple. Yeah. So it, that, 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 that concept applies to dreams too. Like you could just dream log by yourself and that's going to be probably really helpful and beneficial and interesting. But when you start to involve some other people, yeah, that's also yeah. interesting. Yeah. Interesting. In terms of the content, was there anything that surprised you or stood out to you or you had more wondering around? Yeah, I guess, I guess the question is sort of this idea of like, what was it like to listen to dreams in succession like that and sort of marinate in the dreams or stew in the dreams or just not just do this one off in the morning when I'm off to do something else, but like sit there with them, you know? And I think, I think you could describe it in terms of emotions. Like you enter into maybe you could call it the unique fixations of Mm -hmm, a person. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because now all of a sudden I'm like really understanding you in a brand new way. It's even though I've heard these spoken to me in real life. Yeah. And I've, I think, I think something that's come up in real life and then re uh, confirmed in dreams is this fear of lateness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I to even tonight, I felt like I had aha moments. I was like, I already know it. You've, you it's not like you've been low key about it. You're like, right. I get stressed about lateness. Yeah. But I'm like, gosh, this is showing up in your dreams over and over again, over and over again. Um, many, and, it's, and I'm, and I'm raw in my dreams. And so it's, it's like the hurt is really yeah. present. We noticed the theme of like what we've already said, like uh, something is not fulfilled. A hope, that kickstarted the dream is constantly being kicked down the road and you're mm-hmm. not getting to it. It's kicked down the road is a great way to describe yeah. <laughs> it. It's like something else happens. Like yeah. another emerge, like something emerges or like got to do this. And it's just like a, a mismatch of sorts. Yeah. And I like for the both of us in terms of even our podcast and friendship, sort of like taking away the burden of like any gram language. Yes. Like yes. Sexual, social self prez. No, honestly, at this point, it's actually nice to not try and see things through that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're for the, for this season, we're moving on, but like maybe we'll come back someday. But um, there often does seem to be crowds of people in the way of a person. Yes, many yes, times. Yes, a male father figure of sorts, <laughs> you know. But sometimes a sexual female intimate. No, totally. And it's like, oh, all of a sudden there's people around and I have to do this social obligation Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to get back to this person. Mm -hmm. There's a lot in your dreams of not, of wanting to be seen and not being seen, but holding out hope that you will. Always holding out hope. I never, I I, I don't give up. If I wait around long enough. I don't give up. I'm like, I'm going to, what if I do this? Or yeah, maybe they will. I'll sit here patiently. Yeah. And soon after they're done with that conversation, they'll glance over. They'll glance over and they'll see me and they'll notice. Yeah. They'll, and they'll notice lots of things. Sometimes yeah. they'll notice how patient Mace has been. Sometimes they'll notice how sad Mace is. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they'll notice yeah. how anxious Mace is. You I'm going to take a look at the, the screenshot of the whiteboard and just see if okay. anything pops up for me. Yeah, I did think it was... I, I did. I think warm is such a fun... Because to me, this idea, this little section of this episode goes back to our playlist episode, everybody, which was sort of our 
first official episode in a way. Mm -hmm. And it was sort of like recommending a way for somebody to spend their time. We were sort of giving advice on how to create a good playlist. Yeah. And honestly, I would love for people to do this. Like take a friend, Mm -hmm. commit to dream logging for a month in whatever way you see fit. You can share those in the morning with each other. Mm -hmm. And have a party at the end where you, you read them all in succession together. Yeah. You know, make it a fun night. A Get fun some party. Drinks. That's a really yeah. fun idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, and laugh about it and wonder about it and talk about it. And you know, no, I feel like that's a, I mean, imagine that'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Gosh, maybe that's what I'll like request for my birthday or something. Where'd you get this idea? Oh, the No Small Thing podcast. <laughs> Have you written a rating and review on there? I just <laughs> no, that's a great idea. I should do that right now. <laughs> um, okay, I'm just gonna I read am. these are these are what we wrote down for positions and postures. Positions and postures. Which I feel yes. like was a very this is like inner world. Corner. Corner. I'm sick and weak. <laughs> don't have choice. Yeah. Maze to get where I'm going. I'm going to have to bring the life. Yeah. That was a really yeah. interesting thing of, I'm going to have to bring the life here. <laughs> um, That's so complicated and loaded. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you're noticing low energy and for whatever reason you feel the responsibility. Yes. The responsibility. And that's what the dreams make so clear. Yeah. It's like in the dream world, it's so clear. It's like almost like explicitly like what you're doing in your day to day life. But it's like, I know I need to bring the life here. It's like, I, I have more access to what's happening underneath the surface, you know? Yeah. Well that I was about to make a point and that made it even stronger. And this is a wondering, but I wonder if sometimes with an element of our friendship is maybe that we both feel that burden mm-hmm. in the areas that we engage in. Yeah. And I will say when I'm around you, that burden subsides. Same. I feel like I've got a partner. Same. We're both bringing energy. Yeah. No, I don't really worry about it at yeah. all. I'm not concerned. I feel like if somehow I got a little tired and can't hold the energy, you'll feel it. Yeah. yeah, yeah and then, yeah, yeah. and then I, I, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like if, if, if somehow you're feeling a little, no, you'll, out, you'll help me. Yeah. 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 Or you'll at least be okay with that. You won't, you won't like coerce me into being more than I am. No, no, no. And and the reason is in some neurotic way, I feel like we both feel that weird manic Pressure. burden to, yeah. f- to bring the energy up when yeah. I'm in a room. I'm like, well, it's low energy. I better do something. Yeah. Which is you know? so interesting. Yeah. Where does that come from? Early holding environments, family roles. Who's probably, to say? Probably all those things. Um, I wrote in my morning pages the next day after this. And I think that that was significant. Mm. What significant one I ended up writing, which was like, you know, Themes emerge from these and like high, like I said, I had warm feelings doing this. Hmm. Most of my dreams are generally, like you said, frustrating. It's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm often like, these are my positions. I just described mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. mazes. I'm running around. I'm in a corner. I'm trying to get something that I really desire and I can't get it. And I wrote in my pages and I was like, these are my dreams now. Like, I have autonomy. Like the dreams themselves show you what you're living into and honestly probably walking around the world with this layer on. Like how much am I throwing that into the world and like imagine what is possible for me if I can help remove that layer of 
I don't need to be in a corner. I don't need to be going around in mazes. I don't always need to bring the life. Like all of these expectations that show up in the dreams, it's like you could look at them and be like, oh my gosh, it's kind of sad. And it's like, it kind of is because that's probably, that's how I'm living my life in a Mm -hmm. way. Like I'm allowing these things to have a large veil over my life. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not like a fast process, but I'm like, I have autonomy about how these dreams play out in my life. Like I have autonomy, like actually reality is quite different than the dreams in many ways. And these point to kind of those juxtapositions. They point to the paradoxes in a way. And I felt like very empowered after having done this. Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I now have an even richer sense of what I'm playing with a richer sense Oh. Of, of what's at of what's at stake, what the fixations are. Exactly what you're saying. It's yeah. like, oh, the fixations are acute here. And so now I can wonder around what if I'm not fixated on that thing? What's possible if I'm not fixated on that thing? Um, I, I, okay, so my here's a response. Because <laughs> because I, I think there's some element to this where it's like people are just enjoying a casual conversation. If they've listened this far into our episode, it's like they like a Casual conversation. Um, just got a text. Okay. Um, I always check to see if my, it's, it's my kids are an emergency of some <laughs> kind, but like, um, it isn't everybody. Um, th- I think you highlight something that I feel like, again, is something insightful for listeners, for us, for people moving forward. Um, and, and and I guess it's meta in the sense of like this is what we're doing with dreams. Mm-hmm. And I if I'm hearing you right, I think you experienced a little bit of this. It goes with the two to see one thing, but like we have talked recently about this idea of a quote you posted on our Instagram that said listening involves listening without memory or desire. Yes, yes, yes. And dreams bring that out. So it's like paying attention to your dreams can get you in a curious state. Yeah. But the way you approach your dreams in waking life is also very important. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. what I don't like, <laughs> there's this classic Kanye song of like, that's that shit I don't like. <laughs> I don't like. Um, so it always comes up in my mind. Here's what I don't like is when you say, here's my dream. Go, people go, that's weird. I'm like, okay, well, of course it's weird. You know, like we're all weird. And, and actually like, <laughs> I posted a meme today that was each day I'm trying to be weirder and weirder. Yeah. I loved that. I loved that because <laughs> I actually clicked on that post too. But, but like, um, there's something about the, uh, the bearing witness to the dream mm-hmm. that says that invites even more curiosity. You're like, oh my gosh, this was so weird. And this, I don't know. I don't know. And then somebody goes, I'm so interested. And yeah. you're like, let me tell you, like, I've got a really crazy relationship with my parents and this brought this up and go, oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. And Mm -hmm, whoa. mm -hmm. And oh, I I just like, I'm just trying to say, convey the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, but, but the. Without memory desire, it's like we can be open to what this uncovers. Yeah. If somebody says, I was holding hands with a rabbit in my dream and somebody goes, that's weird. That doesn't happen in real life. And you go, okay, fine. Well, I'm not talking to you. (laughs) But if somebody goes, a rabbit? And you go, yeah. And, and, and so how did that feel? And you go, it felt really weird. Yeah. You go, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, it did, I bet it did feel weird. Why did it feel weird? Well, I've never held a rabbit hand. <laughs> I mean, I'm just talking about. What, but what if you go, I felt like turned on. Right. <laughs> somebody goes, like, okay. turned on by a rabbit. Like, what? Well, it's like rabbit. That's Whoa. I mean, that, they're fertile. Let's talk <laughs> yeah, about rabbits. Yeah. You know, what's interesting is it's bringing up for me is I recently had 
I was hanging out with a friend and she knows I'm into dreams and <laughs> she knows I'm into dreams. It's Henia. Henia has been on the podcast. So <laughs> right. folks know Henia. And she was, she was like, I have a four parter for you. Ooh. And I was like a four parter. I love that go. somebody knows that you're in a dream. So yeah. now feels comfortable bringing their dreams to you. Oh yeah. No, we spent a full hour with this dream. Great. And it was like, it was really interesting because I'm practicing skills of listening and <laughs> they began and they're explaining the dream. And it was interesting because there were so many details and I was feeling myself like wanting to go on mm-hmm. to the details and make meaning of them. Mm-hmm. But I just would ask, I was like, no, no, no. Like keep your questions, keep it wondering, keep it like what does it mean for hen open-ended? And there was times where it was like the dream was a prompt for hen to go and talk about something for 20 minutes. That was really unrelated, but not unrelated, you know, would be seemingly unrelated. It's like, Oh, this brought this. And then I'm like, Oh, does, what does that remind you of this relationship? You know, let me get you back on topic. Ken. you were talking about, Street corners. This this dream you know. and this thing happened. And it was really interesting because it was like, oh, if I give you room to fly with this, the dream doesn't really matter. You know, That's obviously we can come back to the dream and it's always going to be there. But like, honestly, especially when you're working with someone else in a dream, it's like if, it, if, if the first part of the dream takes them somewhere that they need to go, by all means, let's take that train. Let's it's go a provocation. Fall. It's a, it's a provocation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so interesting. Cause then it was like, eventually she's like, okay, but I want you to hear this part. And it's like, we go through all these parts. And I was like, by the end I was like, oh my gosh, this is so related to what oh randomly got gosh. brought up. <laughs> that what randomly got sparked and we went down this whole trail. I'm like, again, back to free association. It's not random. Right. Like right. I'm like, there has been a web this whole time. And it's like, if we can let ourselves, you're saying not find the things to be weird, but see each piece of it as like a door to something so much is open. Yeah. And, uh, my, we should probably put container in this thing because I'm, I'm, I'm getting really pumped. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I'm getting pumped. I honestly think we should come to our winding down phase and that will involve listening to your dream and reading one of my dreams and then calling it a night. Yes. So are you consenting in terms of ending this section i think i yes i am consenting in terms of ending this section everybody when we come back we are going to we're gonna come back yeah i think in one more break why not Great. when we come back uh no ruination tonight (laughs) (laughs) when we come back we are going to listen audio to a mace dream Mm -hmm. and talk about it and then i'll I'll read a dream to you that involves mace and kanye west when we come back Everybody, we are back for our final segment of the podcast where we are going to do um, a little dream by me and a little dream by Scott. A little dream by me, dream a little a dream little by dream. Scott. One day we're going to make an album and let Just me tell you, taste. everyone, <laughs> the content Please make of- an album. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're going to make an album and I kid you not, we will before we die. Yeah, and we have to. 
I think, in my opinion, the best content for our lyrics, and I hope that this is it, at least many songs, will be dream bits. Oh, yes. I also just love lyrics being like are, an 80-year-old. Images from dreams. A retirement home. And with a little MIDI player working on our song still. We have to do it before we die. Dream a little dream. Okay. Okay, so okay, so everyone, here's the deal. I have you already texted me this dream? No, I haven't. Okay. I'll text it to you once While I While we're play listening. It. Okay. So I um am my dream shifted a lot starting in around March. Uh, essentially I started to have really, really significant, like not just in what they were, uh, not just in the fact that they're repetitive, but I started to have dreams that were really similar over and over again mm-hmm. that essentially involved me and my therapist and me going to therapy, which is interesting. Cause I think in one of the previous dreams episodes, we talked about this dream that I had where I go to therapy and it's just a miscellaneous therapist. And so much of the dream was me going and being like, I'm not seen. And I actually was there with my brother and it was like, I'm doing all kinds of efforts to be seen and I can't get contact with this therapist. So flash forward to now, I started to have dreams about a month and a half into therapy where my therapist is, it's the, the playbook is really similar each Mm -hmm. time. It's the playbook. I like that. It's there's, I have about eight of them. It's, it's time to go to therapy and either I'm running late or he is late. Mm -hmm. And there's some reason why it doesn't happen right on time. And there's a lot of anxiety around it, a lot of distress around it, a lot of fear, a lot of thinking around it, fixating on it. Often when he does come, he is disheveled. He is not quite ready for me, all these things. It should be noted. My therapist has not been late a single time and has never once like none of this defend that therapist. I know I'm like, (laughs) none of this is reflective. All of this is transference. I feel like I've, I'm, I, I, my sense is I've really been like, I'm going to give myself over to this transference and the dream makers just like, all right, here we go. Let's show you your, like, let's show you some things. And so always kind of this distress And then there's just different times where it's like what I'm desiring is this one-on-one connection and I have something to say and whether it be the chair that I'm sitting in is weird and I can't do it, whether it be all of a sudden there's a huge crowd, whether it be there's an emergency that's happened, whether it be there's other people around, whether it be it's the wrong day for therapy. Mm -hmm. Something happens and I don't ever get to have that connection that I desire. It's like multiple times. And sometimes there's moments like the first one was really fascinating because I end up like playing this game with my therapist Mm -hmm. and I can't see. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm looking over and I can't see. Big one, big one. Very big one. Um, another one is not like, big enough, not tall enough. I'm not tall not enough. as tall as you. You I'm can not, see, you can see, but I, I can't. can't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Another one is I show up and I'm going to a zoom call and it's supposed to be one-on-one and I open the zoom and it's 250 people all of a sudden. Uh. And then it like jumps into this new scene where I'm now surrounded by a crowd of people. And my therapist is like in the role of an MC big calling out people and bringing up to the front. And I'm just like, I'll never uh, make eye contact. I'll oh, never make eye contact. Oh, 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 it hurts. It hurts. Um, so these have just emerged. 
Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the joke. I'm just like I've got another dream with you in it. Like it's another one, you know. I'm sure therapist is like great. Uh, Well, I I I imagine so because I think that there is this way in which I mean it really does because it it almost feels like really nice that it's like in the role of the therapist because he's like I'll I'll contain it I'll Mm -hmm. be the container Mm -hmm. for what you're processing and it's like my subconscious is like go green light on that Mm -hmm. so it gives me this space where it's like oh these things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had my most recent dream with him. Um, I, I think it's fine. His name's Mike. I mean, we're not going to share any oh. other information. My most recent dream. Um, <laughs> Mike is like the most basic name. <laughs> Mike know. and Scott, basically. I know. <laughs> Doug, um, Steve, Jim. Uh, is Mike is, is a therapist in the world, everybody. In the Good world. Good luck finding him. Um, <laughs> find a Mike. Um, <laughs> this was my most recent one, and I think it just it highlights all the themes and yeah. we can unpack it briefly, but then get to your dream. Well, hurry up so we can get to my dream. Okay. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We ready? Any other thoughts ready? to Did say before? Did you text it to me? I'll text it to you as soon oh, right, as I'm right. done. Right, right. I don't want to forget it because it will be really important to insert this into the yes, episode. Yes, I will not forget it. Okay. Here we go. This We're is titled ask. Dream Log 831, Mike 7. Mike 7. Okay. Dream Log... August 31st or September 1st. I don't know. Anyways. Um, there's like a fuzzy pre-scene before the like real, the real juicy pizza piece of the dream. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, where I'm like painting on this like hill and I know that I was like painting a river. Definitely colors were green and blue. I vaguely remember my friend Laura being there. Like, there's like definitely a little bit more to this, but I don't really remember it. I mostly just remember the next part, which is a surprise. Mace goes to therapy, <laughs> and so that's the, the main premise of the plot. So I'm like in therapy, and there's this like I'm like talking, doing whatever, and then it's like. All of a sudden, there's, like, a little, like, the lights go out for a second, and this person from, like, there's, like, a back little patio thing at this therapy office, and this person, like, comes in from that way, and is, like, hey, and, like, interrupts the therapy session, and is, like, essentially, we have, like, a clumsy thing happening, and somebody messed something up next door and they needed to like go through this other room in my therapy office to like get to it and Mike's like sweet and cordial and like helps them handle it and it's like okay cool we dealt with that and now we can get back to it and so now I'm like you know it was like a really small interruption and then I get back and I'm like you know what I think I want to try lying on my couch and Mike was like okay I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, all of a sudden, there's like this little, like, little, like, st- I don't know how to describe it, like, bench thing. And it's like, I'm supposed to lie there, I guess. And so I like, try lying in there. And it's like, really awkward and like, really hard to lie on. And I like, I'm like, slipping and like, getting really weird and like, I'm having a hard time, like, knowing what to do and it's just like I've just said like one or two words and then like at one point I like 
something falls down and I like fall off and I have to like go get it and it's like just like I'm like my body is all over the place and my kids me this like piece of paper that's like with the two little words that I said you know, it's like paragraphs and paragraphs of like thoughts about it and I was like wow you really like this is a lot and Michael's like I really know you and I'm like that's true Mike we've known each other for for so long now <laughs> and then I'm like you know what I think I want to actually try lying on the couch like I don't want to do this bench thing and Mike's like sure of course and so I like go to lie on the couch and it's like a little bit better but like still not great in terms of like comfort wise and I'm like just getting ready to like lean in I was like it's almost like I need a prompt and Mike's like mm-mm it's like you need a prompt, like very much, like not gonna give me a prompt. Like that is the prompt, obviously, at this point. And it's like I'm kind of just starting to like go into like therapy while lying on the couch, and then all of a sudden it's like the lights flash and go out, and then there's like these people again on the back porch. But now it's like a lot more people, and there's like should we call the police? And it's like what's happening and. Mike's handling it. I'm like laying on this couch. I'm like, I guess I should sit up now. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And it's like, eventually, like, I, you know, like, I can hear like these like whisper talks from Broadway. So, what's going on? And then these like two women come into the office area and they're like talking. And all that I really remember is that they have like their hands are like really big. And they have, like, huge scars on them. And they have, like, huge scars on their arms. Um, and I don't know why or where or what, but that's just, like, a huge piece of it. And, and um, it's, like, it kind of comes into fruition that it's, like, there's, like, a kid that's, like, um, honestly, I'm, like, oh, it's, like, an emotionally disturbed kid who's, like, destroyed like turned off the lights and like made like is like a threat to their younger sibling and so then like all of a sudden also there's this cute little toddler that shows up in this other room that's like I think Mike's <laughs> and it was like there's a really sweet exchange that I had with this toddler where I was like cuddling with them and like tickling them it was real cute and then there's like all of a sudden like a bunch of kids in this other room and like Mike's like, yeah, you guys can have some cereal and, like, offering them some food. And it's, like, the kids from next door have not come over. And it's, like, you know, at first I was, like, okay, are we going to be able to get back? And now it's, like, okay, I definitely know we're not going to get back to my session. And then I woke up. <laughs> I'm, like, fuck this. I'm waking up. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean... I really desire to one day lay on the couch for therapy. So I feel like this might have been a really good prompt to like actually one day be like, okay, I'm going to do it. Um, it was super awkward, but at the same time, like that's something. Okay. And also another like interpretive thought or thought I have is like, I mean, this is like most of my therapy dreams. This is like the, the plot is so fucking, it's like a different way, but it's really strong of like, I have a desire, I'm trying to make it happen, and then, like, something random comes in and disrupts it. 
and it's like ugh, can't happen. Um, so that's that's an interesting thing. Okay. <sighs> what there did you think? Is. How how did there it feel it hearing that again? That was a really recent one. Yeah, that was yeah. like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, how did it feel hearing it again? I remember that sort of lucid state of like time to wake up. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. It's time to wake yeah. up. No, exactly. I'm like, if I'm not gonna get my session on the couch, yeah, let's wake up. Yeah. Um. And 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 to a certain extent, really tested your patience. Even in the dream, you're like, okay, I can make space for this. I can wait for this. Yeah. This this is another distraction, and here's yeah. another distraction. Yeah. Is this just keep going? You're like. I think this is going to keep going. So no, no. I mean, there's honestly a little bit more autonomy in this stream. Yeah. And there's also a little bit more of Mike showing up in the real. Yeah. Like even the reactions he's giving, I'm like, those are super solid, like reactions there. <laughs> like there, it's not him showing up as this big charismatic figure. Right. He's kind of showing up more as Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's, that's an interesting thing that I actually noticed this time where I'm like, oh, there's, there's some elements of the real that are emerging, especially because we went back and listened to some of those early ones mm-hmm. where there is both less knowing between us and more, I think, particular transference. Now, maybe. would you replace that phrase elements of the real with something more like elements of the everyday? Sure. Just because what we're saying to a certain extent is that like, Maybe there's something even more real happening in the dream. Yes, 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 yes. Maybe I guess just like the more human, the more, more human. just like physical, actual, more actual Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that 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 I forgot about this piece because actually I've retold this dream to a few people. And when I was retelling it to someone, I remember actually recalling, and this is just this interesting thing of this is my morning memory. And then I think about the dream, you know, mm-hmm. I actually had the dream material to be thinking about. Mm-hmm. And I remember at one point there being this part where Mike is like attending to these people. And I just felt like you're not even going to tell me you're switching over to these other people. Right. Not being this piece of, I just have to, I just have to assume at this point I'm off the table and this session is off the table, Mm. you know, and that being kind of this, this piece of this dream. I also find this piece to be really interesting. And I remember this now I kind of forgot about it until we're re-listening just now of, I said, I sat there and was fumbling on this bench for so long and it felt so uncomfortable, which is a a hearkening back to my first ever mic dream where I'm sitting on a couch that like is swinging and I'm weird. And it's like, I can't be sitting, but that this time I say two words and he hands me a piece of paper that say all these things about him watching me do that and him having these, these feelings around that. And no, that does feel huge. That feels like, and I say this, you know me, mm-hmm. you know me here. So there's, you there's, want to be known so badly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Watch not seen baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that that's this interesting element that like, there's, there's this piece of me that's aware that security has been being cultivated yeah. and, there's, there's, I'm getting glimpses of being like, this one has, is the most glimpses of being seen actually. I'm like, mm. oh, there's still a moment of that there. Mm-hmm. It's like the story isn't fully 
fully not being seen. And I ended up writing a lot on my morning pages the other day about this of like, actually I have autonomy. Like I can come in next week and actually say, I'm going to lay on the couch and actually lay on the couch. This one is the most actually tangible too of I can relive this. I can create this because it was in his physical office mm-hmm. this time. Every other time it's been weird places. Yeah. This was in his physical office. I'm like, I know exactly all these things. I have autonomy to rewrite this story and mm-hmm. there won't be an emergency, you know, and that, that won't happen. And that gives me a lot of like excitement to like play hope. that out. Yeah. Hope. Yeah. For sure. What do you make of these people with the big hands? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they were, they didn't say anything. Yeah. And they were, it was hands and scar. They were like swollen. Oh, swollen. I was going to be like long hands. No, no, no. It was like, it was like injured, swollen. <laughs> oh, And they have scars. Wow. Like almost like diseased. Interesting. Sense would be the word that first comes to mind. Huh. Um, that seems probably buried somewhere in your mind. Yeah. Something. I, this is where we're like, I mean, I'm like, you in life? Can you help? Well, I, yeah, seriously, I wonder around, Often like. Often make me think of you. <laughs> you would say this archetype of this thing. Um, you know, it makes me think of something that was an element of this that I, that was actually an element of another dream mm-hmm. with Mike is, him having to attend to someone with really acute needs uh, and doing things differently for them mm, because they have jealous? specific needs. Oh, and that last, that one where he did that, I was super jealous. Yeah. 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 Um, cause he like <laughs> set up an art therapy setup for them. Yeah. And I was like, I want that. I want art And they got a cupcake. Yeah. I want that. <laughs> and in this one, it's this piece of there's, there's bigger needs mm. than you laying on a couch and having this be felt. Oh, that just came to me right now. And that kind of hurts. Oh, and I think that's something. Yeah. I, there needs to be some places in the world for every single person mm-hmm. where these needs aren't in any way placed in some sort of hierarchy of importance. Right. 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 You lying on the couch is just as important as anything. That's what's important for you. Yeah. yeah. And it's the most important thing right now. Yeah. Don't worry about if it's more important than that or more important than that. It's important. Yeah. Lay on the couch. Yeah. Um, and then I think there's early holding environment elements mm-hmm. to like some of the characters. So yeah, I think that this was, this is an interesting one. It feels kind of transitional of sorts. Like I feel like I'm, I, I think there's a, I think there's a trajectory of these mic dreams, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like especially listening back to them all today, I'm like, picking up on the themes more and more. And this one, I was like, Oh, I have, there's, there's, there's hope in this one. Some of them don't have the hope. No, some of it feels just so same old, same old. (laughs) Here I am stuck in this loop of anxiety and jealousy and frustration and (laughs) lack of fulfillment and disorientation (laughs) and, Neglect and I'm really a cool person. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's been an, a really interesting thing. That's like, I think this is the thing that has happened with having someone so willing to be a container or like, so willing to be this, like this role, like an attachment figure of sorts is like my subconscious, I think has said, great. 
because it's shifted. Like I'm getting clearer messages from my dreams mm-hmm. through this. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. acute mm-hmm. and that's been really cool. It's yep. like, you know, the psyche is being responding to this other piece that's happening. I'm like, Oh, movement's happening. There's mm-hmm. feels like there's movement in my dreams. Um, not that that wasn't before, but it's kind of cool to have a through line of sorts. It's cool to have these things replayed out, but in different ways. Cause it's like, nope, nope, nope. This is a fixation, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like the timeliness. This one doesn't have time in it actually. Interesting. You know, that's, that's, that's actually the thing. I think the only magazine that doesn't have time in it. Um, what's that mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm getting less fixated. You're becoming a little less anxious. Ooh, is it happening? Maybe. Is secure attachment happening? Oh. <laughs> um, okay. That's my dream. Should we, this will be the finale. The finale is you reading and, and your it's dream. on a little bit of a lighter note. Well, simpler maybe. Uh, who knows? I guess the <laughs> of these dreams simple. are simple. Um, I, I think I had it pulled up. Maybe I didn't. Well, here we are. Um, this was, I, I guess, I guess one of the things that happens in your dreams is that you sort of reflect back on a dream. Mm-hmm. I try to, I, I, I'm aware that I have like three or four stages. You have stages so many, you have multiple stages. Yeah. yeah. And mine are always just like, Oh, this happened. And then this random thing happened. And yeah. then this happened. It's all one thing to me. Yeah. So here, I think this is fun because it involves you. So like for listeners, it's fun to hear like in the early stages when we were recording our dreams and we did our dream episodes, we did focus on, I think one of the episodes was like, I shared four, you four shared a bunch of dreams. Uh, you showed yeah. up. It's yeah. really interesting. So this is, well, everybody, every, Kanye came out with an album lately. So recently, so we might do a bonus episode on Donda. We'll see. Um, but Kanye's obviously been on my mind and I Kanye's hang out with Mace a lot. So here mind. we go. Mace and I, Oh, hold on. My daughter's calling. Yeah, totally. I'll leave in just a second. Okay. Love you. Okay. Here we go. Mace and I are in this living room talking to Kanye. Yeah, we are. He's really down because the reviews of this album aren't as good as he was hoping, and he's wondering if it was like a flop or if he has no talent. I remember feeling really bad for him. He was wearing a giant zip-up light purple hoodie. The sadness was like emanating from him. And so both Mace and I were like teaming up to cheer him up and offer him kind words about his album and offer him kind kind words about his album and he's listening to us. And I'm just sensing that both Mace and I as a team are in it for the long haul in terms of encouraging Kanye. (laughs) We're both bringing our A game. But then something different happens. Mace aggressively gets up on Kanye's lap and is sitting on his lap kind of like you would getting your picture taken with Santa. So it's not like sexual, but it's intimate. And Mace is like, to me, taking over the encouraging duties. Mm. And Kanye is like trying to look away and Mace keeps grabbing his face and making him look at her. Her, sorry, them. Misgendered in my dream. <laughs> and they are just going all Mace encouragement vibes. Mace is like reaching out to Kanye and practically begging him to know how special he is. This is interesting how it vibes with your dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like you're wanting to know how special you are. You're also in my dreams wanting to let people, people know how special they are. Yeah, I already have a big interpretation okay. thought. And I'm sort of grateful. And I guess I would add 
my own language here, grateful because I think we are both trying to encourage Kanye. Yeah. But now also have big emotions like confusion and disorientation and that I've somehow been intentionally left out of the encouragement <laughs> process thing that we were doing together and now somehow I'm not needed there. And even in the dream, I'm like, I hope Mace and I can process this later. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, it's also a running theme of yours is Mace and I will process this yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, even at the end of that, there's big emotions that I feel like are typical for you and me in our daily life of like, it, it feels like a bit of going rogue. Like the, the, I feel like sometimes you will go rogue or I, I perceive it as going rogue. Um, and you, then like, like I'm, I'm wondering, does it feel like you lose me? Yeah, for sure. And then I think there are also times where um, I think there's jealousy at play in this dream on many levels. One is like whatever whatever now you're having with Kanye is, is a form of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of attention being paid to Kanye. But yeah. there's also this jealousy of like sometimes my admiration for you uh, is that we both sort of have the same values and skill sets. Like, I'll notice you handle the situation. I'm like, that's exactly how I would have handled it. I love mm-hmm. that. You know? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'm like, that's how I would handle it. I, that's my gift. That's what I do. You know, I, I'm the one encouraging Kanye and I'm cool if we're doing it together, but like all of a sudden you've taken over. All of a sudden like, you've taken over this. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Well, why am I needed here then? And yeah, you know, I might as well just leave, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have thoughts, but I want to allow more room for you to curiously explore it. That's really sweet. I'm done. I feel done. Um, I mean, I, I, I will respond, but like, I don't. I think immediately I sent this in a text and you agreed. And the second I read it, I thought Kanye is you. First off, uh, Kanye right. is Yeah, you. yeah. Okay. So. so now we're playing with a different dream. <laughs> you and I are both encouraging me? Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I think exactly that. Yeah. I think that's exactly, if we, if we go down that path, it becomes really fascinating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's you. And take whatever it is, which is like you're currently doing very big venturing out in your, in many ways, your art piece, your values, your ministry, all of these pieces. And there's moments of feeling discouraged Mm -hmm. along this journey. And it's like you and I, you too, like it takes two to see one. You are helping to encourage yourself. You're doing it. It's Mm. you and I, we're a team and we're working on it. But then I think this is real. There are moments where it's like, I need to take over and do the encouragement. You sit this out. I'll help you encourage you. You don't need to help. You don't need to bear the burden of encouraging mm, yourself. Dang. I will come and I will get close and I will be there and I will I will grab you by the face and say, you were good. This mm-hmm, is worth it. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no room for that, like that team thing. It's now you need to hear it directly mm. and strongly and mm, in your face. Whoa. And oh. that interpretation, <laughs> interpretation, jeez. So it's, I, I, I think that there's both. I think there's both wow. this jealousy, but it's like, well, no, if it's you and you, it's like, yeah, no, actually you need to sit this out. Let me come in <sighs> and let you know that you are, that you're doing good. It's good. Dang. Again, that, that like resonates. It's not like that passes through and I'm like, no, Mace, that's not it. I'm like, that really provokes me. Yeah. What a trippy thing. We're all so complicated. Like if you talk about multiplicity and it's like, how can I also be jealous of myself or something? Like, yeah. Or jealous, like potentially jealous of like, I can't do this on my own. 
Yeah. Yeah, true. Like there's some, or maybe a slight amount of like uh, shame mm-hmm. that I'm not enough to encourage my own self. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Jeez. That's wild. I know it's interesting too, like on a different note, building outside the, the confines of that interpretation. You and Kanye seem to hold an interesting place in my mind too, in the sense of like, admiration and appreciation or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like to have both of you in a dream. Yeah. Is no, very it's a very powerful combination. Yeah. No, for sure it is. Yeah. Um, gosh, but it was just interesting. I mean, at the very least you, you have to just sit and wonder about it. No. I and mean, this it, is obviously why I sit in my bed. And I'm like, Dreams can make you get lost because I can sit there and be like, what the heck was that? No, I mean, I, you know? and I think, I mean, even like there's this interesting element that like is a Scott element. Your dreams, yeah. you pay attention to clothes aggressively in dreams. Oh, you know, right. Like purple you always have hoodie. details yeah. of the clothes. Yeah. And that, that is like a very important thing. And like purple, I mean, that's a color of many different things. But like I've, I see that as a really amb- like ambiguous color. Soft, light purple. Uh, soft, light purple, which I mean... I always see that as some kind of gender bending color, Mm. you know, like purple. It's like that baby blue and that baby pink. I had these red. What did I look like in the dream? (laughs) Was I mace now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you were just mace. There's no mace now. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you'll write like there's a, this is like a more earlier femme version. True. I did that the other day. The dancing mace. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think it's interesting because you don't miss, you don't misgender me often in your dream logs. And I actually read this the other day and I was like, oh, you misgendered me in this. I just did Which I thought was surprising. Right. Like that doesn't normally happen. No, I'm like, I'm, that makes me curious around that you did that in your dream log. Me too. You know, like what's going on there? What kind of processing there? And there's Kanye, this like big mask male figure in this soft purple hoodie. Mm-hmm. And there I am sitting on his lap. And like, mm-hmm. that's an interesting no. gender combination, you know? No, no, I know we need help. It's like somebody coming to help, help with these symbols. No. Cause yeah, there's just so much, there's so much going on there, yeah. you know? Like, I don't know if the lap is that significant aside from the sense of, I, I sensed that there was, a very provocative closeness. Like you were both like face to face, body to body, like very much like, again, it wasn't, this is why I had to qualify in the dream. It's not like there was no sense of like, Oh, they're about to make out or something. It was like, this is like, I I need to, I need to get your attention. I'm coming over so I can grab your face. Stop looking away from me. I'm here. You know? Yeah. Um, which Ooh. is sometimes I feel that with you. Yeah. Um, did I feel young? No. Was I my size in comparison to Kanye? Maybe a little smaller. But like Kanye, I think anybody that's in the public sphere seems bigger. Like I've heard Kanye is like 5'10". Oh, interesting. But I probably picture Kanye as like 6'2". Yeah. Whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah, means. Yeah. You yeah, know. yeah, interesting. So he's probably bigger than you in the dream. Yeah. I'm probably literally bigger than you in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I'm, I'm just curious too because these are, evoked, good, these are good questions. You evoke this sense of like it being like Santa and I'm like, oh, was I like childlike? No. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to convey that it wasn't like you straddling him, <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was an important point to make because I feel like that would change the vibe of the whole. It was very much not that vibe. May I, I ask a few more questions? Please. What was the like setting? What was the background? Because I picture it in like a void room. Me too. 
No, okay. that's it. Yeah, okay. totally. A living very room void room. It's very, very acute, very centered on the people and the figures. Yeah. And the, the, the aspects between them. Yeah, totally. Interesting. Maybe, yeah, a, maybe a chair. Maybe a chair. Honestly, right. here's something I thought. If you're really going to get into those details, I feel like at the beginning, you and I are either kneeling or sitting cross-legged on the floor while Kanye's in a chair. You and I are both without chairs, kind of. Kanye's like a god. Maybe. (laughs) Kanye's like a god in this, and it's like, we need to wake this god up. Right, I like that. That's interesting, too. Yeah. Kanye has a chair, and it's probably slightly bigger than both of us. Well, and there's this other piece where it's like, fascinatingly, you've enjoyed this album. Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed this album. Mm Mm-hmm. Reviewers haven't enjoyed this album that much. People, it goes, it's like kind of 50 50. I feel, I, like. I feel like it's gotten C plus B minus reviews. Right. Like right. it's not, it's not a flop. But, but like, it, but there's this interesting thing that's like Kanye has been your muse for a long time. Yeah. Kanye is also this ambiguous person that, like, I mean, this is, I think, part of what makes him your muse is he's like always pushing the. the he's doing what I feel like I want to do and don't let myself do. Yeah. You know? So he definitely represents like some sort of suppressed version of myself. Yeah. And up until, I guess we'll just, we're winding down. Yeah. One final thing I'll say about Kanye is he came out with Jesus Walks when I was, uh, he's only two years older than me. Yeah. No, I was 22. I saw that video. It's to me, it was like life changing. Most people would say it's his best song from his best album. <laughs> Cause drop out Jesus Walks. It's a good song. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm now hooked on this person. Yeah. And all along the way, every album he made seemed like an improvement. And I would say the final stage to me was Jesus, where he performed at SNL, which I showed you those performances, and he did New Slaves. And you watch this person who you say, you know, you put, you put hopes in certain artists. I mean, yeah. talk about Tyler Joseph. Yeah. It's like if the last album was some sort of this is exactly where I thought he was heading. Right. 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 And, and I couldn't have, I couldn't have sketched it out this way. I couldn't have said this is what I wanted, but I'm watching it happen. And, and it's this, like, yes. So when he performs new slaves, I'm like everything that I thought I knew about Kanye in terms of what he's expressed in his art and his music is coming to full fruition, full potency. And I'm like, holy cow. Like, he blew me away that album, blew me away that album, blew me away that album. And now he is blowing me away, blowing me away. Blowing. (laughs) I'm just like, she's like, whoa. My expectations are shattered every time. I'm like, I had high expectations. And then after that, I think that's the high mark. Yeah. Every time I'm like, okay. Well, it's also like uh, kind of the high mark of him as a person in a yeah. way. Like it's all the things. Artistically and as a person. And so like Life of Pablo came out, Yay came out, Kids See Goes, all, all these are little side projects. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. Not bad, not bad. And and then Donna comes out and it's like, yeah, it's not that same feeling when Jesus came out. I'm like not blown away. I'm right. not thinking this is Kanye's full potential. I'm not... There's been glimmers. Yeah. There's been things yeah. I've enjoyed. Yeah. Um, but there's been times where I've been outrageously disappointed and I'm, I'm like kind of low key concerned for Kanye and like, <laughs> I'm like, gosh, dude, you know, I'm like, so it's all very complicated. Yeah. You know, especially no, I mean, if yeah. He holds a lot of meaning for you, but I've always feel like, yeah, there's this interesting thing. You even named it. There's, mm-hmm. 
this Kanye is the suppressed version of yourself in a sense. Yeah, but, but, which uh, is, this is why when you like say Kanye is in my dream, I'm like, oh, you're in your dream. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think, I think you could say the same thing about you. Like, that's why Kanye and you are a very interesting Mm. combination because Mm -hmm. I think sort of the energy or spark of our relationship sometimes is I feel sometimes like, I'm recovering a lost part of myself. I'm yeah. going back yeah, and yeah, being yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. 26 year old Scott wasn't able to express myself the way that you seemingly are able to at 26 and you're letting and you're and you're drawing that back out in me. Mm. And there's a there's there is sort of a call it like admiration or like so something like that, an admiration about the person that you are sometimes. I'm like, yeah. you, I, well, I guess a short way of saying is you inspire me. Yeah. So sweet. Yeah. I, you inspire me too. So I have two <laughs> inspirational figures in this dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's very provocative. It's super provocative. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Okay, everyone. Um, we <laughs> the way love this started dreams. with our whiskey sours and they were like, okay, there it is. <laughs> get a cigarette. <laughs> We did dreams. Um, I hope you enjoy this. Hope you dream log. And if you're on the discord, write your dreams in the discord. We have a whole sections on it. I think so. You know, I will just say, <laughs> this is a fi- funny way to probably end this. It's like, I guess when I talk about curiosity, like I think one of the th- cases we're going to have to make is like Marissa, my wife said this to me the other day, it, cause I was actually getting asked to come present at my son's school. Ooh. Uh, and we're like, what would you talk about? I'm like, probably curiosity. Could I come? Yeah, it'd be so fun. Yeah. (laughs) And Marissa was like, Marissa had this great idea, and I think this is something you and I should really talk about, uh, is presenting this idea of curiosity as the good life. Ooh, ooh, yeah. yeah. And so what we have to get away from is like the sense of the good life being money and possessions and property and, you know, the ability to like buy things. So it's like, what are we saying? I mean, honestly, there have been times where I've been like, wouldn't it be fun to, cause I know this is how you make money on stuff like this to have our Google curriculum of curiosity and get hired by Google, mm-hmm. you know, to come in and do an event. Yeah. Fine. But what we have to have people understand is this isn't so you can make your corporation or your business stronger. We're not like curiosity so you can be more productive. Right. Or even, I think that would be a natural result of it, but well, I think it comes down to this idea of good enough, which you changed your Instagram handle. I did. And it's, it's like, it's, it's being more comfortable with moderation. It's being more comfortable with frustration and paradox. Yeah. Yeah. And like maybe, maybe appreciating the life of the mind a little bit more that that's real and that's valid and it's enjoyable and you don't need a ton of money. I mean, you don't need six-figure job that allows you to buy boats and jet skis and trips. And you can just audio record your dream logs and have your friends over and eat mambas and sunflower seeds. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, it, I think it's more enjoyable. I mean, I have to say, like, again, it's free. Your mind is free. Paying attention to your dreams is free. Friendship, by and large, is free. Yeah. You know, sun, water. You know, like these things are free. Like I just am so struck by the idea that we did create this evening for ourselves 
where we go into dreams and it's not subpar. It's not like I'd rather be on a fancy boat somewhere. Right. It's like, no, no, no. We have our janky little fire and our little bag of. Oh, my fire was better than it was janky. A great fire. It was a great fire. Dollar ninety nine sunflower seeds, a pack of mambas. Yep. Uh, oh, I have I have whiskey, of course. <laughs> but like the good life, you know, good the life. good life. The good life. I like that. I feel like there's the the word because this has just been on my mind a lot. Is like it's. I think to be curious is to be alive. Mm. Like yeah, I think there's that. an aliveness in curiosity. Yeah. There's an awakeness to it. Jeez. Every time we talk about this, it gets clearer and clearer. Oh, it really does. Um, okay, you got to get home. So we got to Thanks for listening, down. everybody. This was a long one. It's two hours and six minutes. We said we, we said were going to do an hour. Do an hour. <laughs> wow, we really, we really let ourselves go up. It felt good. No, it did. We love, we yeah. love our dreams. We love our dreams. All right, yeah. we'll catch you next week for, I don't know what the topic is. Do we know? I don't know if we know. Next week, everybody. Free association? Maybe it's free association. It'd be a really wild journey of like synchronicity dreams and free association. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.